Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow is said to have been published in a book called Slave Songs of the United States, one of the earliest books to explore African-American music as a serious genre. But the song's not in the book. So where is it? Well, we'll tell you what happened on The Story of Carols. Funding for The Story of Carols provided by Jim and Betty Holthauser in honor of their parents, Alfred and Betty Marie Pence, and Norman and Patricia Holthauser. Today on the story of carols, Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow. Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow was likely written by slaves living on the islands of coastal South Carolina. It's said to have first been published in a book called Slave Songs of the United States, the earliest known work to portray African-American music as a serious genre instead of the stereotypical minstrelsy of the 19th century. But Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow can't be found in the collection of 136 spirituals that make up slave songs of the United States. And it's amazing that the book, written during the American Civil War, exists at all. Southern plantation owners wanted no part of a developing black culture in America. But when the Union Army captured the town of Port Royal, South Carolina in 1861, the white plantation owners ran for the hills, leaving behind 10,000 suddenly free slaves. Almost immediately, abolitionist charities in the North began sending farm managers, doctors, ministers, and educators to the region. William F. Allen, a classical scholar and musician set up a school on the Sea Islands of South Carolina with his wife, Mary. Charles P. Ware, a civilian superintendent of labor, arrived to advise the now free black men and women on successfully managing and living on the abandoned plantations. And Ware's cousin, Lucy McKim Garrison, whose grandfather had run a stop on the Underground Railroad, was present as secretary for her father, the abolitionist James McKim. And though she was only at Port Royal for a few weeks, Lucy Garrison was moved by the songs she heard the former slaves singing and began writing them down. After returning home, she combined the songs she'd collected with those of her cousin, Charles Ware. Finally, William Allen joined the project, adding scholarly experience documenting folk songs. And together, they compiled Slave Songs of the United States. But where was Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow? Well, we know the song existed by 1891, when the lyric was used in a Lippincott's magazine short story called Christmas Gifts. The text was set to music for the first time by Kate Douglas Wiggin in her 1893 songbook, Nine Love Songs and a Carol. And when we consider that blues, jazz, R&B, rock, and hip-hop all sprang from early black music, songs like Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow, and those collected in slave songs of the United States, are the foundation of present-day American music and culture. To support the story of Carols, visit American Entertainment Works on Patreon. The story of Carols was written and produced by Alan Rattano for American Entertainment Works, a Tennessee-based not-for-profit corporation.
The episode music was performed by AE Works recording artist Jim Holthauser and is available for purchase and streaming on your favorite music service. Just search for Jim Holthauser. That's H-O-L-T-H-O-U-S-E-R. Additional episode music was performed by Uptown Al. To license the music in this episode for your own podcast or video, email us at license at aeworks.org. It's not expensive, and you'll be helping us create more programs like this one. Sound mixing for the story of carols was done by Cosette Collier. For a transcript and a list of sources, visit aeworks.org slash carols. I'm your narrator, Alan Ritano. Thank you for listening to the story of carols. <laughs>